Welcome to Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. My name is Eric. Sitting across from me is Arwen. We are a podcast. We discuss movies. We discuss movie-related things. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter. We are Funtime Movies one That is Funtime Movies in the number one. Or you can follow us on Facebook. We are Happy Funtime Movie Hour. So, I wanted to talk about movies this week. Okay. And uh, first off, I want to talk about this trailer I saw. Okay, which one? Uh, it's called Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh, yeah. You've been talking about that all week. Yeah. Shia LaBeouf and uh, Dakota Johnson. Yeah. Um, Bruce Dern, guy with Down Syndrome. I didn't catch his I, name. I can't remember his name. Um, but it looks like this kid, this kid with Down Syndrome, wants to go to a wrestling school and he starts a journey. Yeah. And so I thought it would be an interesting movie to talk about eventually. But uh, I think anybody who listens to this podcast should just seek out the trailer on YouTube or wherever you watch oh, trailers. Oh, yeah. It looks really good. Yeah. And, and Bruce Dern's in it. I mean, yeah. you can't go wrong usually with a Bruce Dern movie. No, no, no. His movies are uh, really, really good. Yeah. Like, what was that one? Uh, it was that black and white one. Uh, oh, with uh, the guy who plays Barry? Yeah. What was that called? I can't remember. One moment. Is it something like Nevada or something like that? Yeah. Um, Nebraska. Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not the guy from Barry. <laughs> it's not? No, no. It's the... I thought it was Bill McGruber. It, oh. That guy. I hate calling okay. him just by those names, but that's how I, I relate. Yeah. yeah, he's McGruber. <laughs> All right. So that's, that's out of the way. Um, we saw a couple other movie trailers. Nothing really uh, cool that I noticed. Although there is a horror movie coming out that I saw the uh, trailer to. It's called <laughs> Midsummer. No, I was thinking uh, uh, the Banana Splits movie. Oh. The Doctor Sleep trailer. Oh, yeah. That's we- the one that I saw this week that I was like, okay, okay, I'm, I'm ready yeah, for I'm this. Yeah, I'm on board with that one. Yeah. I mean, they show clips from the original Shining mm-hmm. and things like that. I tried to read that book. And um, there was a very uncomfortable scene in the book at the beginning. So I kind of put it down and was like, yeah. I'll come back. Right. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a it's Stephen King. He wrote Dr. Sleep a couple years ago mm-hmm. um, and they've made it a movie. So and he wasn't fond of the original Shining. So hopefully he's more fond of this, even though they're showing stuff from the original Shining. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. So anyway, this week, oh, by the way, yeah, that, there is a Banana Splits uh, uh, horror movie. It's kind of like a Five Nights at Freddy's kind of deal, animatronic Banana Splits. If you don't know who they are, they were this 1960s puppet show, basically. I remember them because they kept replaying it through the 80s. Yeah, and they and were I part of the loved it. Boomerang Channel, yeah. too. So, all right, now let's get to business. <laughs> All right, so movies are supposed to, you know, invoke an emotion. Yes. You know, I've watched movies where I left there pretty bummed, you know, that Michael Keaton movie uh, where he has cancer. Oh, yeah. And the last scene, he dies on the roller coaster. I think that was called Life or something like that. My Life, maybe. 
movies that give me utter and complete joy. Mm-hmm. You know, when I f- watched the first Spider-Man in the theater, I teared up because of the end scene yeah. with him whipping through uh, the city. And I'm like, this is a Spider-Man movie, you know? And Don't worry. They ruined it for you later. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, we're going to get to that. <laughs> but uh, these are movies that I think I left the theater or, you know, turned off the machine and... And I was like, that movie made me mad. <laughs> that movie made me real mad. And one of the movies I got listed here, it didn't make me mad until I started, like, thinking about it. Because I left the movie theater going, it's a pretty good movie. And then over the next couple weeks, I was like, I think that movie sucked. <laughs> so anyway, um, I've got I've got seven movies that I want to talk about. Okay. Um, you got, what, Five. five. So, we'll start with you at your number five. So, I really like this movie. Uh-huh. But it pissed me off during scenes. Okay. And that is Horns. Horns? Yeah. Why? What happened? Daniel Radcliffe's character is portrayed as killing this girl. Right. And I don't think he did, but... All of the interaction and everything that he encountered throughout the movie, I was like, why are they treating him like this? You know, it's like... Because he has horns. Well, yeah, but still, I was just like, I really like the movie, but yeah. it just ticked me off the first and time I watched this it. This movie is uh, adapted from a book written by Joe Hill, who yes. is Stephen King's son. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does. It stars uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Etc. Etc. But the girl that was killed—that's a girl named uh, Juno Temple. Yeah. So the only thing I know about Juno Temple is every movie I've seen her in, she's been naked, like every single one. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it is weird. Hmm. Including Mister Nobody, where she's supposedly thirteen years old. Uh, that's right. That was her. So yeah, she's cute as a button too. Yeah, she's cute, but it's just weird, weird that I've never seen her with clothes on. Well, you have, but well, I have, but you know. <laughs> Every movie I've seen her in, she's been done she's a She's just scene. free with herself. Yeah, then. I guess so. Yeah, Horns was one of one of the good movies that came out of that year. Mm-hmm. And it got no love, mainly because little Harry Potter showed his little Harry Potter, you know. And uh, we weren't expecting that. Yeah. Um, I didn't know what to expect. It looked like a horror comedy to me. Uh, in the trailer. Oh, the trailer. I was like, his penis? No. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, he has done movies where he has gone out of his way to bury the Harry Potter image. Mm-hmm. So that when people see Daniel Radcliffe, like in Swiss Army Man or uh, the one where he played uh, Alan, uh, Alan Ginsberg. Yes. Um, that was a good movie. Yeah. And even when he played the villain in Now You See Me Too. Oh, I forgot he was yeah, in that. Yeah. That Everybody movie is should forgettable. Forget that movie. Yeah. Well, even even when he was on that TBS show, yeah, uh, yeah. where he played like an angel, an I engineer guess. or yeah. something, you know, he he's very eclectic. Yeah. And you you think of him as a really good actor who has a great range. Right. Yeah, and you know he did what eight movies as Harry Potter. Yeah. So nine. Most of us. 
know him as that guy Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. we've seen him grow up from 11 years old to however old he is uh 28 yeah i don't know but yeah horns is a good movie i really like that movie we should watch horns again Mm -hmm. it's good it just made me mad a little bit yeah it made me mad a little bit too my first movie i'm going to talk about isn't even written down i just thought about it because i remember going it could have been so much better. Uh-huh. And it's it's called uh, 2010, The Year We Made Contact. Okay. I like this one. I like most of it. I, it's a space movie. But it became some action-adventure space movie where well, the yes. first one was this slow-paced... Oh, uh, a yeah. crawl to the finish kind of movie that ended with the weirdest thing happening. So I went into this movie going, maybe they'll explain that. No. Nope. No. They did not. They explained more about the monoliths and the uh, the computer howl. Mm-hmm. Um, but they never really explained the Starman. And even in the books, they kind of did, but they still, he was just mystery. He... Yeah, in in 2001, which happens to be one of my favorite movies ever made. Yeah. You are taken on a journey not really supposed to understand what's going on to a degree. Right. And that, but you do get to see him again in 2010. Yeah, you do. But they don't need to explain him. And they, he, he did weird stuff, too. He, he brushed did. a lady's hair. It was his mother. I know that. Yeah. But, you know, weird stuff happened. And then, like... Uh, he, he was the messenger was for it? what was coming at for Europa. So yeah, like, yeah. Stay he's, off this planet. He's like uh, the silver surfer, though. Exactly. No. No, it's just... I, I didn't like it. He was the messenger. I, I didn't like the explanation. Like it. So it angered you? It angered me. I was like... I. I Watched it on VHS, uh-huh. and when it was over, I stopped it, rewound it, and told the video store clerk that it's the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I was that mad. <laughs> I'm like, they didn't explain a damn thing. So, that was my first movie, and I didn't even write that down. I just thought about it. But my second movie, I went to the theater to see this one. Uh-huh. I'm a big horror movie fan. Right. Especially the Friday the 13th movies. Uh-huh. One through seven were, at best, a six. You know, a six out of ten. Uh-huh. The first three were probably eights to me. You know, I liked the first three movies a lot. So, they had this movie called Jason Takes Manhattan, Friday the 13th, part eight. Most of it's on a boat. Okay. You don't know what year it is because they didn't really use much of New York in this movie. They didn't have the budget to go to New York. Right. So most of it's on a boat going to New York. And then when they get to New York, it's obvious sound stages that they're on. Uh Uh-huh. And at the end, Toxic Waste takes out Jason and turns him into a little kid and then he melts. What? Yeah, it makes no sense. I'll show you the movie right now. No, no, I think I'm good. All right, hit pause, and <laughs> and we're back. So what'd you think of the movie? <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. So anyway, uh, that's my first pick, or my first one I wrote down. Oh, uh-huh. Um, and yeah, I, I was like, I can't believe I just paid money to see this piece of garbage. 
when it gets to be like sequel eight. Well, the it's next... not that's not the Harry Potter type franchise at this point, you yeah. know, either. I mean, the it's movie, not quality. The movie that followed and I'm surprised that they even made another movie. I'm but not. By the time they made another movie, it had uh, they had switched uh, from Paramount to Universal. Uh huh. So Jason, they had to not call it Friday the 13th. They called it Jason Goes to Hell. And then from there on, it's just been Jason, Jason, Jason. Is that why? Yeah. I wondered why they changed the titles. Yeah. And Jason Goes to Hell, they try to recreate the mythos of Jason a little bit to where he's like this slug monster. It's a much better movie because it's more entertaining uh-huh. than than part eight. So it kind of redeems itself a little bit. But that movie isn't isn't very well made either. Huh. And then the next and one then after they go that, to space, he goes right? to outer space. Yeah. yeah. And that becomes, you know, alien type movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh and then and then he fought uh, Freddy Krueger and then he rebooted. Wow. Yeah. We could literally uh go over the entire series of Friday the thirteenth. <laughs> I don't want to watch all those. Things. Yeah. They're all on Amazon Prime right now. So anyway, what is your next one? The newest Ghostbusters. Oh, really? Yeah. I was so disappointed. Like, I'm all for female cast because there's some great writers out there. And I saw Melissa McCarthy was attached to it and Kate McKinnon. And I was like, oh, they might make a really funny pair in this. And and they're all funny women. They are. Um, This movie sucked behind yeah i mean it was so bad i was halfway through it and i was like i don't want to watch this anymore but i have to watch it because yeah. we we rented it or something you know yeah we uh yeah we rented it we red box that <laughs> sucker i was like why did we watch oh, it it was so bad and then and then a voodoo gave it to us for free we own the movie now yeah yeah i was like no thank you and i've never seen it since that first time mm-hmm. even um, the bad guy was just yeah chris hemsworth ugh. right no no the the bad guy. Oh, that's right. Chris Helmsworth was their secretary. their secretary who got inhabited. Yeah. It was just terrible. Yeah, and... Uh, I really Paul, expected a lot. Paul Feig should be ashamed of himself for thinking that this was going to be a good movie. It was just puns and stupid. Oh, and that one, ch- the one... The one chick I really like... Leslie. Leslie Jones. Yeah. Is... Fabulous. I love her. Yeah, me too. And they totally stereotyped her character. Which yeah. could have been her own doing. I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't behind the scenes for no. this movie. But I was like, why couldn't she be a scientist? Scientist or something. Instead she's just like a, a, a bus driver or a cab well, or a metro person. What they didn't really convey very well was they needed a common person to be one of them. So you're you're the outsider. You're that person mm-hmm. um, watching all this supernatural stuff going on. They did that in the first Ghostbusters, and it just happened to be well, a black guy uh, in that one, too. But um, he was just this out-of-work guy looking for a job. Yeah, and he was, again, a metro worker or yeah. something, you know? And so when they when they came around and they're like, we're going to do this, I was like really hopeful that they weren't going to make poor choices and they made poor yeah, choices they could have they could have had you know Kristen wig probably play a just 
out of work person, like an actress. Yeah. She could have been an out of work actress that saw a ghost once and said, I want to work for those guys. You Cri- know? Kristen Wiig, I don't know if a lot of people realize this, but is an amazing actress. Yeah, that she's one really movie good. we saw where she was like bipolar yeah, or welcome something. Welcome to me. That is an, a fantastic movie yeah. and people should watch it. Drop this off the Kristen Wiig list. Just don't watch it. <laughs> okay. All right. The next movie that I'm going to talk about is one of my favorite movies. Oh, really? Yeah. It is uh, Christian Bale as the Dark Knight. I like this one. Um, Christian Bale, uh, Heath Ledger, Gary Oldman. Was that him? Yeah. And uh, the guy that I can never remember his name, but he's in a lot of stuff. He played Harvey Dent. Oh, yes. Um, He was in Thank You for Not Smoking. Yeah. I can't remember his name, though. What pissed me off was the ending, okay? Mm-hmm. Harvey Dent dies, and uh, at the hands of Commissioner Gordon, I think. I can't remember all of a sudden. But Harvey Dent dies, and they tell uh, Batman that uh, he needs to be framed for the murder, and that uh, he's going to be on the run. It was, wasn't it between saving Harvey Dent's life and the girl's life, and he chose the girl? Yeah. Or no. No, he chose Harvey. He chose Harvey. That's right. And the other person, Catwoman, went after the girl, played by was Saggy Cat- Gyllenhaal. Was Cat- Catwoman wasn't in... Uh... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm It's been sure. a really long time since I've seen this. I thought Catwoman was Anne Hathaway and didn't show up until the third movie. I don't know. There were three people. Mm-hmm. One went to go see, get Saggy Gyllenhaal. The other one went to go Stop get... Stop calling her that. What? <laughs> That's just mean. The other one went to go get uh, Harvey Dent. Yeah. And uh, the girl died. Harvey Dent lived. And then Harvey Dent did some stuff and Harvey Dent died. Yeah, it was weird. So. It was frustrating. It made me mad. And I almost didn't want to watch the next one. Really? But because of Heath Ledger's performance. Yeah. And most of the story, it was just, it's one of those movies I've seen uh, more than a few times. Mm -hmm. So. So, while we were talking about Batman, that reminded me of the George Clooney Batman and how infuriating it was that he had bat nipples. Yeah. Those movies are fun in a way, but they're not good. No, no. They're terrible movies. They're campy because they're supposed to be campy. Yes. And people didn't understand that. It probably isn't the same universe, even though there's a three and a four behind them. Uh-huh. The Tim Burton stuff, completely different in in tone and in uh, attitude than the last two. Of oh, that. absolutely. And Joel Schumacher, you know, he did The Lost Boys. He knows action-adventure, mm-hmm. but it was not his uh, movie. No. And he... Was planning on doing a fifth one, and they were like, nah, you just keep losing money for us. Thanks. Bye. (laughs) Thank you, next. Yeah. Okay, so what's your next one? The Village. Okay, M. Night Shyamalama Ling Long. So we started this movie. Yep. And I kind of liked where we were going. Really? I did. I I liked the idea that this might... The monster in the woods and all that. Well, no, I meant the the village itself. I was like, oh, maybe maybe we really are set further back in time. Yeah. And I liked that idea because, you know, nobody was really on that period piece of making this kind of movie at right. this time. 
and there were good actors and actresses in it and then everything and i was about halfway through maybe a little bit before and i go i know what's happening yeah and i was mad it wasn't that big of a twist was it it wasn't i caught it like about 10 minutes in i was like oh they're just a reclusive you know place yes yes Little did I know that they were in a state park. That's what really ticked me off. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. They'd have to know. Yeah, somebody would have had to know about the society. The monster was there just to scare people away from the fences. Yeah, yeah. Um, Adrian Brody's character died, and it was so weird. It was a weird scene. It was so weird. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like the movie, but it didn't invoke anger out of me. Just like, ugh. <laughs> No, I was mad. Yeah. I, I, I was mad because I wanted a better movie. I, I remember The Sixth Sense. Yeah. Was a great movie. You know? It was. It, it was Unbreakable a, was a great movie. Those two movies were really good. Um, and then. What's the one with the aliens? Signs. Signs. Signs, I watched. It was and good it was up okay until the end. Until the end, yeah. Um, he, he just had to make a twist for everything, and it's like. Can't you just make a supernatural movie? I I haven't seen the happening, but I hear it's hilarious in all the wrong ways. I don't even remember what that film is. It's, it's the one where uh, people just start dying. Oh and, yeah, and it's nature think, is killing people or some. Yeah, I think I think after the village, we like put a ban on Shyamalan movies in no, the house for a no, little while. No, we watched Lady in the Water, and I was very up on that movie, and I still am. I think that's a underrated movie. That was weird. It was weird, it was but a weird it's movie. an underrated movie. I think that that should have been his comeback movie, and it wasn't. People were just jaded by Shyamalan movies. Yeah. So I, I don't know what to say, except uh, thank goodness he did Mr. Glass. So the movie in between Unbreakable and Glass, what was Split? Yeah, Split. Split was good. Split was good. But Glass was lackluster. Yeah. It did not go where I thought it was going to go. Me either. This is the first time I was like, huh. And how Bruce. That's mean. Yeah. How Bruce Willis went out. Yeah. Is awful. Yeah, it was. And I hated that. Yeah. So that movie made me mad. There you go. That movie made me mad too. (laughs) (laughs) So Glass made me mad. All right. So my next movie is a beloved movie. Oh. But not by me. Okay. Uh, the Simpsons movie. It's not good. It's not good, but it's a beloved movie. People do like this movie. I remember going to see it, and yeah. my arms were crossed the whole entire time, and I never laughed You didn't once. laugh at all. There were no good jokes in that movie at all. And then I told a buddy of mine at work uh, about it, and he, he thought it was hilarious that I just sat there like an angry grandpa watching a movie I didn't want to watch. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I paid for it. I was going to get my money's worth. You know, we were hoping it was going to get funny. Yeah. And it never did. There was no Mr. Burns activity. There was nothing, nothing about the series translated into that movie. No. And it's made by the same freaking people. Mm. How does that even happen? Yeah, I don't know. When we get a Family Guy movie, I guarantee you it's going to be a joke every three seconds because that's the way his show is. Well, we had the specials. Yeah. Those are kind of Family Guy movies. Yeah. But it just made me angry. And I'm starting to get angry thinking about it. <laughs> and I've seen it more than once. I've seen it three times. You're kidding. No. And I've tried watching it with, you know, let's watch it like from a filmmaker's point of view. Nope. It doesn't work then either. Oh, let's watch it from the point of view of 
a person who is, you know, an environmentalist. Nope, environmentalists should be ashamed of themselves if they like this movie. I mean, I don't like the movie. I know a lot of people that do. We are not fans. No. So, what do you got? Spider-Man 3. Yeah, that's that's my number two. But, yeah, let's talk about this crap fest. It was so bad. The, so... the dancing scene alone. Yes. Was unforgivable. Right. Spider-Man 2 is the best Spider-Man movie. Hands down, the best one. Of the series or ever? the entire franchise of Spider-Man. Interesting. Into the Spider-Verse is a good number two, and and Homecoming is a really solid number three. But Spider-Man 2 set the bar of any Spider-Man movie. Now, there's things I don't like about the Sam Raimi stuff. Mm -hmm. One, the practical effects are a little too eh. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The Green Goblin costume looked like a Power Rangers villain costume. It really did. Okay, so 2001. You can kind of forgive that um, because Willem Dafoe is a great actor. Mm -hmm. He makes a great villain. Um, But what they should have done with him was put like a mocap type uh, suit on him and a face, you know, thing. And and really just uglied him up so that his mouth would move. Yeah. Instead, we got this hollow-looking villain yeah and i was like but it's still spider-man and like i said earlier on in this podcast that it made me weep at the end Mm -hmm. i mean i really i wanted to see more spider-man right and we got spider-man too he's fighting dr octopus and uh doc ock in the comics sometimes a joke sometimes taken seriously right in the comic books he became the superior spider-man when his his mind took over Peter Parker's oh yeah for mm-hmm. a short period right. of time and then some clony stuff happened and now his mind is in the in a clone of Peter Parker it has spider powers but he also has his octopus tentacles on it and he calls himself the, the superior octopus okay so yeah there's some goofy stuff that happens with Doc Ock but Dr. Octopus in Spider-Man 2 one of the most believable and most underrated talents. Uh, I forget the name of the actor. I've seen him in a billion things. But uh, in this, I believe that that was Dr. Octopus. Interesting. And uh, the horror elements that he put into it, you know, when the tentacles, yeah. like they're trying to yeah. get the tentacles off, and then the, the tentacles just start killing everybody in the operating room. And we see it from the tentacles point of view. Mm-hmm. Very Sam Raimi. It, very it was, on point. It was good. Yeah. Spider-Man 3 happened. <laughs> that place was packed. We didn't even get to sit together. No. I sat like in a corner seat. Yeah. Up near the front. And I was like, oh, this is going to be good. Because there's redeeming qualities in this movie. One of them being the Sandman's arc. The Sandman was the best part of the movie. He was a he was an antagonist, but he was also a sympathetic character, and uh, that was some good yes. good writing. Yes. The problem was Sony goes, you know, what would be good, Venom. Yeah. Oh, and uh, you you teased that Harry Osborn was going to be the Green Goblin, so you got to do that too. Yeah. So they, we had they put three too much villains. In it. Mm-hmm. We had three villains. They were all mediocre. 
except for Sandman, because that was the arc that was written for the movie. Right. Everybody in the cast, uh, what's his name? McGuire. Toby McGuire. Kristen Kirsten Dunst. Dunst and... Uh, uh, Franco. Yeah, James Franco. They didn't want to be there. No. They phoned that crap in. It was terrible. I have never seen half-assed acting in a big blockbuster movie. I know. Ever. You know they got paid big money for oh, that, yeah. too. And bad Toby Maguire doesn't work. No. Toby Maguire is kind of hit and miss anyway. Yeah. I, there's only one movie I like him in, and that's Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I typically like Chris, Kristen Dunst. And Franco's a really good actor. But this movie stank. Yeah, Franco's probably the best actor out of the whole group in Spider-Man 3. And uh, we didn't get half of what we wanted to no. out of that. Um, uh, uh, I remember you looking back at me at one point during the movie and being like, what the F just happened? Yeah, I turn yeah. around and go, why? <laughs> why did they just do that? <laughs> and we were separated by like five five rows, five rows I think. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you, I could just see the anger emitting off of your face. Topher Grace is not a good Eddie Brock. He's not a good Venom. No. He was a terrible choice. The casting was just bad. Um, it feels like they rushed this movie probably. They absolutely did. And they probably and they rushed all the in changes. Some garbage. Yeah. Yeah, this movie makes me mad. I have never seen it a second time. <laughs> it's so bad. So, yeah, that was my number two, actually. So you stole one. That's fine. So <laughs> my uh, my next one is uh, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Oh, you know what? I forgot about how much these were quite infuriating. Yeah. So it had been a while since a Star Wars movie came out. Mm-hmm. Kids who were too young to be a part of this fandom got to be a part of this fandom for the first time. Right. Um, I was running a comic book store at this time and we had merchandise. We asked if Darth Maul was going to be in all three films because we didn't want to buy a bunch of crap. Right. And, and find out that he dies in this movie. And the woman assured us, yes, he is in all three movies. <sighs> Liar. <laughs> anyway, I didn't get to see it opening weekend, um, but I did see it the next weekend. And by the time I saw it the next weekend, I was already getting people going, oh, it, we thought it would be good. Or it was good until I started thinking about it. Right. And that's what happened to me, too. I went into it and I watched it. Yeah, the kid that played uh, uh, Anakin, Anakin, not mm -hmm. a good actor. He was 11. He was, he was the kid from uh, uh, Jingle All the Way. He was Arnold's kid in oh. that one. Um, and he he had done another movie, too. Uh, I want to say Kindergarten Cop. No. No? No, he's way too young to have been in Kindergarten Cop. I don't know. I can't remember. But there there is another movie he was in. So he's in two movies before he was in this. Okay. They must have picked him because he looked like a young Luke Skywalker. I could see that. A little sandy blonde haired kid. Um... So, so we went and saw this movie, Pod Race Scene, probably one of the one of the better scenes. Even though, at, at, now that I think about it, you know they're supposed to be going in a circle, but we only ever see them going one way. Yeah, 
They never like saw him race. going the other way. No, yeah. There were characters that were in the movie that did not have any lines or any recognition, but they made an entire comic book series over. Right. Um, I'm talking about uh, the bounty hunter named Aura Singh. Uh-huh. Wasn't Qui-Gon Jinn in this as well in Qui-Gon the background? Jinn was, no, Qui-Gon Jinn was in this movie. Oh, he was in the council. He was Liam Neeson. Oh, no, I was, sorry, I was thinking about the guy with the really long yeah, head. Yeah, uh, Ki Adimundi. That's his name. Yeah. I I just don't care. <laughs> yeah, um, Yoda was CG'd and then later made a practical effect in the special editions that we have. That's something that aren't just a general Yeah, general leave level. your damn movie alone. Stop messing with it. Uh, yeah, he, it was just not a good movie. The, the more movie I thought about it, was uh, worse. That movie can put animals to sleep. Yes. Uh, and the third movie did not redeem itself. Sorry. No. Part three was not good. But this one I thought was good until I was like, wait a second. I thought I thought when Obi met uh, Anakin, he was a he was a uh, pilot, a great pilot. That's what he said. And people are like, well, yeah, he was piloting the uh, the pod racers. And I was like, no, that's not what he meant, though. He said great pilot. He wasn't even a great pilot. He wrecked. Mm-hmm. So, thought about it. Now I was like, hey, wait a second. Why does everything look brand spanking new? Like, everything's really shiny. Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then I'm thinking, what's that crap about that, that space guild what why is there politics involved this makes no sense think about it a little bit more i think i hate this movie (laughs) you know i know you kind of sit and simmered on that one for a while yeah and and i'm still trying to like sell our merch at the at the store i'm like yeah this is darth maul he's in the movie and it's a it's a mug you see him for like what 10 minutes yeah he's not in the movie very long and, uh, I don't know. That it, was a it's poor choice, really by hard. the way. Yeah, it's really hard to defend the the prequel trilogy. It's even harder now to defend the actual three movies, you know, the, the original, because they've been messed with so much. You don't know what's real or not real in the movie anymore. The story is still there. You know that little boy Anakin grew up to have sex with that girl, that adult woman? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Queen Amidala. Uh-huh. That's not creepy. <laughs> Just saying. All right, so. It was it was kind of an abuse of power to fall in love with the child, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird, weird thought. All right, so what do you got next? <laughs> It's hard to follow that. Uh, let me see here. Uh, beautiful Creatures. I haven't seen this one. I sat there fuming. Why? I'd read the book series, and I really enjoyed the book series. And so when I heard that they were making this movie, I was like, oh, this could be really cool. It's really spiritual. You know, they're, they're witches and things and everything. So I was like, this might be really cool just to see on film. Yeah. And plus it had some good actors and actresses in it. Like who's in this? Um, the chick who plays Fiona from uh, Shameless. Okay. She's a great actress. Yeah. Oh, 
One moment. I gotta figure out what this drunk woman's name is. You know uh, who she is. Faye Dunaway. No. <laughs> oh, Michael, you're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Viola Davis is in this? Yeah. Let's see here. Emma Thompson. Okay, yeah. Emma Thompson's a great actress. I love her in most She's of She's hilarious. Jeremy Irons. Huh. Emmy Rossum. Let's see here. Her name's Emmy Rossum. Whatever. Uh, Margot Martindale. Mm, I don't know that one. Oh. You should have said character actress exactly. Margot Martindale. Yeah. Yeah. From BoJack Horseman. Yes, exactly. She went uh, to jail, baby. Ra- Rachel Brosnan's in it. She's Miss Maisel. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Alden Einreich. I can never say his name. He was Solo. Oh, okay. So, they made this movie and apparently decided that the source material didn't matter at all. <laughs> okay. And so I'm sitting here and I go, "That that's not what happened. You know, if you really, really, really love a book, sometimes it's best not to watch the movie. Yeah. Because maybe if I hadn't watched the movie or read the books and then watched the movie, I might have liked it. Yeah, maybe. But I watched it a second time, like two years later, just to see if maybe having read the book is kind of not in my head anymore. And I was watching it and I go, this is still shite. Yeah. It's It's just not good. Okay. Yeah, I've never seen it. That's fair. It was terrible. Yeah. How many more you got? Any? I did think of another one that kind of, uh, I don't really remember a lot of the movie because it. I thought it was terrible. And it was Face Off. Oh, Face Off is a great movie. That yeah. is the most over-the-top crap fest I've ever it seen. It was just so over-the-top, I think, that it infuriated full me. on Ridiculous Cage. Full on. I was so annoyed by john travolta in this movie mm-hmm. and also nicholas cage but the 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 science behind what they did is what pissed me off but they can actually do that they can kind of now but it just for them not to look like weird blobs immediately that well, doesn't exist yet no they they used future tech oh bs <laughs> i hated this it must have been too. the future because if you remember right they, he went to this prison where his feet were magneted to the ground Yes, he did. Well, I don't care. It's but just, it's the future. It was terrible. It's a terrible future. It's a and, non-dystopian and the birds, future. The birds. That's scene. a John Woo. I thing. know it is, but it's unnecessary. So is uh, playing somewhere over the rainbow. He does it in a lot of movies. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Usually during violent scenes. Well, I can understand that actually. Yeah. So yeah, he's just like trying to be an artist. Sometimes art is not is not good, though. What do you got next? Anything? That's, that's it. That's all yours? Yeah. Well, I got one more. Okay. So, I love this movie all the way up to the end. I'm telling you, this is a movie you need to watch because it's very, very good. Okay. Sean Penn's in this movie. Okay. Al Pacino's in this movie. Have I seen this movie? Yeah can't remember the name of the girl i feel like i know where but she we're was going. in boardwalk empire she played the stripper mom can't remember her name okay penelope ann miller that's her name oh yes uh-huh so she was in this movie okay 
And then we had John frickin' Legazamo. What movie were we talking about? This movie's called Carlito's Way. Oh. Um, Sean Penn, his performance is beautiful. Uh-huh. He plays this coked up lawyer. Al Pacino, once again, has a Spanish accent for no reason. Stereotypes. Yeah. But John Legazamo played this little pushy guy named Benny. Hey, remember me? I'm Benny. Benny from the Bronx. Uh-huh. You remember me? I'm Benny. Benny from the Bronx. <laughs> And you see, like, during the movie, you do see flash forward of Carlito holding his stomach, being taken to a hospital. So you know something is going to go south with Carlito. Right. So at the end of the movie, he's at a subway. Uh, uh, the, the the train one, not the sandwich one. And, uh... Oh. What? <laughs> so I'm just saying. He's in the train one. Because, you know... They have trains. What? It's just funny how you described that. It's, it's, it's a subway. Right, right. I got and, it. All uh, right. And and somebody in an overcoat, like wearing a cast, shoots him. Okay. Uh-huh. And, uh, and they pan up, and it's freaking John Legazamo going, remember me? I'm Benny from the Bronx. Right. And I'm like, I freaking hate John Legazamo. I... I refused. I boycotted John Leguizamo movies up until uh, that chef recently. Movie. Yeah, yeah, Chef. Um, and I was like, "Well, I gotta watch Chef." Was, that's a great movie. Um, yeah, but I didn't watch anything he'd ever done. I didn't watch The Pest. I didn't watch. You watched Mario Brothers movie before? Was that before? Yeah. Okay, I wasn't. sure I didn't when this watch came in. anything else until Chef. And he's a pretty good actor, actually. He's got a really good stand-up <laughs> on uh, Netflix right now, Does he? actually. Yeah, it's uh, like Latin history. It's really okay. good. Really good. But yeah, that's Carlito's Way. And like I said, I recommend this movie to everybody. Isn't it like a discount Scarface? Yeah, people could say that. Um, it's a long movie. It felt long. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's one of those movies that doesn't get enough uh, attention. Yeah. There was a uh, there was a sequel slash prequel. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Carlito's Way: Rise to Power, and it starred uh, Guzman um, from La Bamba. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, as we were sitting here thinking about that, it made me think of Godfather Three. <sighs> Godfather Three is a movie that uh, did not did not live up to the hype. No. I, I enjoy watching it as part of the trilogy to finish it off. That's like one of Bridget Fonda's last movies, too. Yeah, I can't think of anything else that I've seen her in. Maybe uh, Jackie Brown. I didn't like Jackie Brown. Oh, you I know watched you, it. I know you like it. It's but, a great movie. Um, but yeah, I, it it was kind of infuriating because of multiple reasons. But like the the cousin loving. Yeah. I was like. Yeah, you should really nip that in the bud. But then how, you know, they killed the daughter. I was like, really? Yeah, yeah. It was really sad. It was kind of angering. But the the, the plot between the sister, you know, the sister. Yeah, Connie made no sense in that movie. No. None. Even though she went through a lot of crap in her life, she was not a murderer. And she became a murderer. Mm -hmm. The... Bringing stuff back from, like, when they go to Italy, they they do run into those old gangs. Oh, yeah. So, you know, 
he should not have gone to Italy. No, no. Did Puzo write any of that script? Mario Puzo wrote, yeah. I think he did. Um, it was him and Francis Ford Coppola. They, they sat down and wrote all three of the movies. I wondered. The second one being more like the book. Okay. Uh, I mean, the first and second movie are from the original book. Uh-huh. The third movie is from their own Their brains. imagination. And yeah. it didn't work out. And plus, you know, they, they had uh, Hamilton playing the consigliere yes. uh, instead of uh, Bobby D, you know, so we just, you know, Robert Duvall. Anyway, uh, they should have just had Robert Duvall come back and just pay the guy. Yeah. He wanted to be paid as much as Al Pacino. Good. Yeah. He was just as good as Al exactly. Pacino. You bring in George Hamilton, the orange-faced fool. <laughs> And, and this guy, he can't, he's not a good actor. He's a soap opera actor. Yes. I yes. mean, he's just not good at his job. He, he was selling like spray tans yeah. at that time, yeah. too. He was he was a spray tan infomercial guy. So, I mean, ugh. why'd you have to bring up Godfather 3? <laughs> we were talking about movies that anger. Yeah. That movie, yeah, that movie made me mad. Plus, you know, Sofia Coppola is a terrible actress. She acts uh, about the same as that wall right there. She's a great director, though. Yeah, I like her I like her movies that she's made. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I just don't like her in the movie. I don't like George Hamilton in the movie. Freaking Joey Zaza. What's his name? Richard Grieco? No, that wasn't. Garcia? Something Garcia, right? It's Andy Garcia. Andy Garcia. They made a, they made a Godfather 4 book. Really? Where he takes over. Really? Yeah, he takes over after uh, Michael dies. Uh-huh. And I didn't really read all of it because it was just trash. Oh. But Mario Puzo gave, you know, the blessing to have that book written by this other dude. Interesting. Yeah. They could have just done uh, an adaptation of another Puzo book. You mm-hmm. know? He did write The Last Dawn. He did write uh, Omerta. I mean, mm-hmm. he did write all that stuff. Anyway, I guess that wraps it up for Movies We Hate. I'm sure there's more. Not Movies We Hate. No, no, not Movies That Made Us Angry. <laughs> movies We Hate. That'd be that'd be a long one. <laughs> uh, that's Movies That Made Us Mad. So anyway, what, what movies made you mad? Drop us a line at... Uh, our Facebook, um, say, hey, this movie made us mad. And, you know, maybe we'll do movies that made fans mad. You know, like our listeners can come onto our Facebook wall, say, this movie made me mad. This is why. Right. And I'll either defend you or tear you apart. <laughs> Enter the battle dome at your own risk. Yeah. Okay. With that, we have been Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. You can subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. You can find us and contact us through Twitter. That is uh, at Funtime Movies One. That is Funtime Movies and the number one. And then you can like look us up on Facebook. We are Happy Funtime Movie Hour. With all that said, go watch a movie.